welcome to podcast 103 of the Five Star Potential Podcast, your weekly football manager podcast. I've said podcast a lot of times there, doesn't matter. My name's Matt and on this week's pod we have the usual save updates, a discussion on transfer windows and a quiz from Kurt Diz. But first of all, let's see who I'm joined by this week. Mr. Dupe, hello sir. It's good to be back. Stealing everyone's phrases again. But no, I I'm glad to have you back, sir. Trying to reference the bad, the fact you got a bad back. That was all. <laughs> mm, well, I've ignored it. It's okay. fine. Mr. Azapardi, welcome. It's good to be here with you today, Matthew. No back references. He was waiting for it. No back references. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Dizzle, hello, sir. How are we doing? Herb missed you last week, Deep. As well, it's worth saying. He did say that. He did actually say it's that. True. Yeah. Deep wouldn't know. He doesn't listen to the pod. He doesn't listen to the pod. No. I, don't, I don't even know where to find it, to be honest. Brilliant. Uh, and rounding us off is Mr. Joseph. Hello, sir. Hello, Matthew. I'm glad you're here. Why? Because I don't like people that go on the sick. And you can't, I suppose you can't even get SSP when you're self employed, can you? Uh, no. It was uh, brilliant when I was in the hospital. Hey, no. Did they bring you well, a bill? It was brilliant. No. Oh. Uh, there, was a, there was another young guy that went on the same ward as I did. Uh, and they said, "Oh, do you need a sick note?" Said, yeah, yeah. They go three weeks off, and I said, "Do you need a sick?" Oh, I'm self-employed. They just walked off. I was like, "For fuck's sake!" Typical. You, anyway, were you both having cocks off, or um, he was? Oh. My mine's still intact. It's oh. just my leg slash back that's broken. Middle leg, brilliant. yeah. No, what off stump? So what? <laughs> what's the deal? Is was it a prolapsed disc or something? Is that? Yeah. I mean, anything anything with prolapse in front of it is generally not a good thing, right? Yeah. So I had a similar thing about three years ago on my right hand side that was was gradual. This one uh, was a bit more quick to uh, show its symptoms. So it's a lovely word. uh, Yeah. Well, uh, no, not really. But it's uh, it means that I've got like absolutely no power in my left leg at all. Um, And as soon as I bend over, sit down or anything, I end up getting absolutely no feeling in my leg, but it's ridiculously painful. So it's what, all, what about it's the, all uh, good fun. What about the mummy-daddy buttons? Just still all right? Mummy-daddy <laughs> buttons. Um, they're tingly, but yeah. not the good kind of tingly. Oh. Yeah. Any tingles are good mummy tingle daddy in my buttons. eyes. Should we just change your name to Lieutenant yeah. Dan? Um, I, I, I haven't got my new legs yet, so... <laughs> Um, the only thing is, though, uh, I just end up sweating profusely because it takes a lot of effort to stand up. So I'm getting rather warm at the moment. Should we, should we get on with some save updates, Jess? Yeah, let's talk about uh, Football Manager. Get started. Let's talk about Football Manager rather uh, than David, the sympathy there. Yeah. Uh, let's just fucking, don't worry about you. Just fucking get on with Football Manager. On <laughs> sympathy, you find it in a dictionary between shit and syphilis. <laughs> we'll move on. Uh, David. Uh, what's been going on in your Wolves world? Wolves world. Um, well, obviously, it's the season after we had won the title. Oh, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Here we hold go. On a minute. go Are on. we not going to talk about your milestone that you passed yesterday? Oh, thank you, Kurt. Oh, yeah. Signing Frank Kessie. He lost his virginity. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, hit 10K subs. Yeah. Hey, pretty, GG. Pretty big deal. Cheers. Yeah, well done, Dave. your target to do it before the end of the year as well. Uh, so you've done... Yeah, yeah, I can't, well, I can't remember because obviously the this would be my first like proper consistent wall saver one that uh, FM save well wall save same thing in it. Um, it's not well, your first wolf save. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was about to say the one that I've really enjoyed. So um, 
Yeah, but the, the growth has been ridiculous ever since I started it. So, uh, yeah, really, really appreciate it. But, um, yeah, still looking, well, still enjoying it at the moment. And at the towards coming towards the end of my, I think it's third season in charge now. Uh, we're knocked out of all the cups now. So I've just lost out in the Champions League quarterfinals to Liverpool. Uh, unfortunately, nil-nil on the first leg uh, at Anfield. But then they came to, no, or was it in Molyneux? Uh, yeah, at Molyneux, sorry. And then we went to Anfield and got smashed 3-0, uh, unfortunately. So just focusing on the league now, four games to go. I'm sat in eighth place and I'm one point behind Spurs. So I'm really trying to get that sixth... Uh, no, I'm sat in seventh. I'm trying to get that sixth spot and hopefully continue to be in European competition. If not, it'll be the first season in-game. Obviously, it's called the European Dream. And the first season in-game that I won't be in Europe. Well, <laughs> big, big thanks to uh, OneFootball for you know keeping Dave on YouTube. Yeah, big, big yeah. I I said to these like if, if I didn't if I wasn't sponsored by one football I probably wouldn't upload as much because they make me upload like at least five times a month. So, but yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it and uh, yeah, big. FM is the way to go. Brilliant. I see you doing it for the right reasons. <laughs> I am, yeah, certainly am. <laughs> for them views, not because yeah. you're enjoying it. Yeah. Um. So, uh, as FM sort of coming to it towards the end of its life cycle. Is this it now? Um, you, have you got anything else planned in the pipeline or are you just going to sort of keep on going with the Wolves save until FM20? I'm not sure, to be honest, because normally it gets to a point, especially around this time of year and especially as the new season is starting, that my interest just sent te- uh, seems to sort of drop, especially in a save. But because we're so far into it now and because we've had quite a bit of success, I'm actually wanting to carry on with it. Um Normally I do sort of mini challenges at this time of year, but it's just too inconsistent with the views and still views. I think for most YouTubers are pretty high for this time of year as well. So um, I'm going to continue with it. I'm enjoying it. And maybe, uh, I mean, when's the new game out? It's still probably another sort of two, two and a half months away. I'm still enjoying it. So it will probably last for at least another two months. Um, so I hopefully get sort of, I think I'm on like episode 30 now, maybe another 30 episodes or so out of it. So um yeah, look, enjoying it and uh, still starting to maybe do some plans for next year's game now as well. Marvellous. I mean, we, we're probably closing in on save reveals, are we? Yeah. Are we re- I've seen a few people do them like already, to be, on, to be honest. Oh, big but one yeah. on Sunday. Dan Gareth, oh, yeah. I'll say Dan Gareth, Bolivia fame. Yeah. Dropping, dropping. Bolton Wonders, eh? Yeah. Oh, spoilers. Oh, spoilers. Oh, oh, it's been out for I really four wanted to watch days. that one minute. I'm Mate, still every, on the countdown. It's, gonna gonna be say, it's, it's quite a long gonna, video, man. I've been waiting to. Do it it's going to be bits. Bolton and Berry, I think, two of the teams that'll be favourites next year. Not for me. Not count. Not County as well. I'd imagine yeah. will be pretty high up. Anyway, we 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 are digressing considerably. Uh, Mr. Kurt Diz, you've uh, you've started a new uh, new job, and obviously that's going to impact your FMing ability. I'm telling you, buddy. you, hey hey, how uh, how is you, the stripping uh, getting on anyway? <laughs> so it's, uh, it's not as fruitful as I'd hoped to be honest but um fruitful brilliant um nice. so Did it's ups and downs pole dancing <laughs> yeah I've not played football manager a week to be honest um hope like next next week I've got like a, a, a firm schedule uh in terms of work and stuff so it means I should be able to stream at least sort of three or four times next week in the afternoons as as you know as we were um before before I had to start working again, um, but yeah, no, not not played. But when I do, I'll, I'll come back with uh, with Arsenal, and we'll all 
we'll all enjoy ourselves again, I'm sure. Marvellous. Uh, Mr. Dupe. Yeah, I've um I've I've done a nerd on Twitch this week. I haven't really been live at all. I've had a bit of a sinus infection, which is why I've been away last last week. And to be honest, me uh, and a few of the We Stream FM lads, we've been playing pro clubs, and to be fair, that's uh that's just been freaking awesome. I'm not gonna lie, it's been great fun to get back on it. Um but I did play a little bit of my old uh dupes at the wheel safe, uh, which had probably quite possibly the greatest ever thumbnail made by Mr. Dave Azapardi. Um and I mean I know it's a chance Anyone for a BJ. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was all. <laughs> <laughs> um I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I know it's a transfer special. Um but I had an incredible, incredible transfer on there, which we will bring up shortly, I'm sure. But apart from that, I did a bit of my Malaga pre-season off stream where I did my saves and I tweet, tweeted about it. Um, that was good fun because it meant that I could genuinely take eight hours to do my pre-season like I normally do and not feel conscious that people are just staring at my face. Um, just for my own pleasure, um, mm-hmm. I know you always refer to it as a sinus infection, but could you try and say the proper name for it? Uh, yeah, it's chlamydia. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I can't say it either if it makes you feel better. What, what's clam got to do with it? Um, it's um, is it sinusitis? Sinusitis. 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 Tinnitus. I don't know. It's one of them. <laughs> <Tinnitus. laughs> um, <laughs> it's. I'll tell you what, right? Um, it, it's. Bloody painful. It is bloody painful, and I I take my hat off to anyone that that has had it and has survived because it was it was tough. I, at one point, I didn't think I would. Who's had it and survived? <laughs> so everyone. Fair, I pulled my own to- tooth out because I uh, I had sinusitis. Thought it was my toothache. Ended up mm. being sinusitis. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you what. Netflix this week I've smashed, and I've watched a lot of YouTube content as well. Must be enough. What have you been um, watching? What your young highlights? lad called uh, young lad well, well, Proudy. What Netflix? Netflix. I've been watching about tuna fishing, mate. It's about as good as it gets. Oh, Watched right. a little bit what? of the the basketball stuff. Um, bit of the uh, draft day. I actually bought and an, uh, draft day for the second time and watched it. Um, it's all right, actually, dude. I don't think your boss listens to the pod, mate. You ain't got to fucking make excuses up. All right, to be fair, I was out on the lash all week, mate. Built a nursery. <laughs> yeah, so, I built a nursery. Talking of draft, have you picked your NFL dream team or whatever? Yeah, that's all done now, mate. You know, that's my good part luck, to the, the Slack community. Good I don't luck, give a fuck now. That was the only good bit about it, is draft picking. Yeah. Good luck to all those that do fantasy football as well. I've not picked a you know, team yet. No, just do it oh, once and leave it. That's all no I point. do. Exactly. There's no point. I'll forget about it. But we do have a We Stream FM fantasy football as we're talking about it. So That's go check out the Discord. Yeah. Probably have a website we should plug as well at this point, but we can do that later. You be careful with those plugs, um, but that might hurt you. Yeah, it's fine. I can't feel it in my left leg, so as long as I tread on with that one, it's all good. Um, Mr. Joseph, uh, bringing everything back around to FM. Um, as that is what we're supposed to be talking about. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Come on. I mean, we've had we've had half an hour to chat chat with amongst ourselves. Come on. Come on. Anyway, uh, Joseph, what what saves have you been playing this week? Fucking saves. You taking the taking the Michael son? Well, um, I've literally just yes. looked at my phone and I've just seen that Bayern Munich have just won twenty three nil. 
I've just seen that as well. <laughs> 23 just, now. I know we're talking about football manager, but I just saw that. I thought that, that's, that is your football manager morale boosting friendly. Um, I, I suppose I played a little bit of Milan the other night. Um, but really, for the last since Saturday, I went to the West Ham at Let's Go Bilbao friendly at the London Stadium, and I, I got a little bit excited about a potential four-two-two-two, just to bring that back from a few pods ago, and then decided to use the current West Ham squad, try and replicate it because it was morphing from a four-two-two-two to a four-two-three-one. The the attacking movement and kind of players that West Ham have got now. It, genuinely got me excited until we conceded two goals in the first five minutes um, <laughs> and then thought ah, do you know what the defence wasn't that great but yeah that's pretty much what I've done I wrote wrote a, a little blog um, hadn't really had the inspiration to finish anything for a little while and yeah finally started and finished something in, in 24 hours it was good fun just seeing that 23-0 there were 12-0 up at half time. What sort of team talk do you reckon the Rotak Egan manager gave? Probably left it to his assistant. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> that's what I did. Probably, left, probably <laughs> left it to Proudy's assistant. Yeah. <laughs> Which one, the Winkler? <laughs> I don't think I'm qualified to give this team talk, so I won't. I'd prefer not to speak. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I, I was very interested to see how things went with the, uh, the four. Two, 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 with a different team, the Desmond, yeah. Uh, purely because I enjoyed sort of reading your blogs anyway. And you are, I mean, you hate me blowing smoke up your ass, so I won't. But uh, I, if you haven't read it, I'd suggest you go over and read it because it's it's very good. Um, in terms of my saves this week, I've actually had plenty of chance. Well, at least when I was in hospital, I had time to play FM. I started an exit to save, and then I thought, you know what, I'm going to save this for for either videos or streaming. So. Um, I continued with my Burnley save. Is that a Christmas special? Um, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> You've been in hospital? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've been in hospital. I haven't yeah. mentioned it much. I know, I'm, I'm, in a, I'm a proper attention seeker. It's because you didn't well. put it on Instagram yeah. and Snapchat and Twitter and Facebook. So, yeah, I've been playing the Burnley save second season. It's uh, it's weird because I didn't think I'd be able to motivate myself to play it um, because it's Burnley, but it's actually going okay. Even no shit signings. No shit signings. Yeah, it was. It spent um, hundred million on crap. Well, on Burnley, there's there's a limited pool that which I can sign from. Gene pool. So, gene pool. Yeah. Well, limited gene pool. Um. So yeah, the I'm mid table, thirteenth ish, uh, and I've been holding my own against. Most people in the league, apart from the bigger teams, have sort of not hammered me as such. I've just struggled to get results against them. Um, and I've just had an interview with Everton for their job because they're in 17th and wallowing around the, the relegation zone. And Pep's just been sacked, so obviously waiting for Man City to come calling. So, yeah, uh, it's a Lol. little offline. <laughs> Lol, indeed. I mean, they're fifth at the moment. That's it. They're fifth and, and he's been binned. We just obviously you just touched on Everton there. I'm just going to say like they could be a fun save next year. Oh, they they've signed they've players. signed some great players and they've done some really good business. Sounds like they've got some big business. money as well. Mm. Mm. I think that's that's really nicely segued into the next section. It has indeed because because my save update is utterly boring. So yeah, it was. Cheers, Dave. I mean, I think I genuinely <laughs> think Curtie is asleep. 
Um, he's had a hard day at work. He has, yeah, true. He's not used to this. No. I fucking says you. <laughs> <laughs> you can fuck right off. Uh, right, so at the time of recording, the British transfer window has firmly been shut for about four hours. It's probably a bit later now because we've uh, it's nearly nine o'clock. Uh, but we've seen deadline day deals concluded for Lukaku, Lo Celso, Sessegnon and Saar, plus many more. So we thought it pertinent to chat about transfer windows in Football Manager. So without further ado, gentlemen, uh, does everyone sort of prefer to get their transfer work done early or do we prefer a panic buy? I think, like, when you're looking at transfer business on FM as well, you always like to get it done early. So even sort of March, April of the season before, I tend to look at players that contracts are expiring to see if there are any good players or even if there aren't players that are 100% interested I sort of get them scouted and stuff and and just see if maybe down the line they will um will be interested um but I, I think it's it's always ideal to get your business done early but I'm always cautious if I get it all done early and then I miss out on some bargains further down the line in the transfer market so um but I would be surprised if everyone isn't, you know, get them done early, get their tactic familiarity up, get them at sharpness to what you want it to be. And obviously the season then should be uh, as straightforward as you need it to be. I'm definitely one to do it as early as possible. However, um, I, I do find myself, especially when I'm doing a lower league save, to, to kind of wait till the 1st of July, wait for that game to tick over, wait for the contracts to be expired, kind of then go in and, and take a little time to find who's available or cheap. But for me, I think I, I tweeted about it a couple of weeks ago. Like, why do people, why do these clubs go out and buy these players and not get them in and have the whole preseason? So they, you know, there's no excuse then for these players not to be up to speed. Whereas, you know, some of these players are swapping over, like, for example, Harry Maguire, and now he's got to go and get set up ready and, and he doesn't know the, the tactics very well. And, you know, I mean, I know he's got a big head and to take it all in, but crikey, I just don't see why you wouldn't do that, you know, straight away. I think both. I think uh, generally in in a, coming up into a transfer window, I've usually got at least sort of one or two targets that I will go for, as, you know, even, even possibly like, you know, going to scout them or something before the, the, the end of the season or or coming into January or whatever, but I love I love a I love a bargain as well. Like I love a deadline day bargain, especially on FM. You seem to get like if you're a smaller club, you seem to get big clubs coming in right at the end of the transfer windows. So it's like, you know, if 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 someone comes in with a decent deal for someone, you've then got to replace them quickly. Hmm. And uh, some of my best signings, I think, have been kind of deadline day signings. I remember signing uh, Jacob Blazachowski. Blazakowski, Blazakowski, Cuba, um, on uh, on FM sixteen for West Ham for like one point two million, and he was uh, he was basically player of the season for me. Uh, like signed so many players, like transfer listed players at the end of the window, you can get some, you can get some real bargains. So uh, I think there's I'm gonna you know I'm gonna sit on the fence here to sure. the surprise of no one, and. Uh, and say, I think there's definitely value in going in early, but also, especially in FM, getting some of those late bargains is, uh, is sometimes a winner winner chicken dinner. So it's very difficult being a smaller club, managing a smaller club, and your transfers are dependent on your outgoings. You know, you get a £5 million transfer budget, 
and you have to sell players. Now you can't you can't stress to these teams that it must be sold within a week or whatever. So there's a lot of times where I've had to kind of sit on that transfer window and just be like, right, he's gone. Now we can put the bid in. We now have enough money to kind of negotiate. Um, and that little bit of pressure, that little bit of um, kind of up against it, you know, that fence you're set on, it, it's good fun. <laughs> I think it makes it a little bit more enjoyable. It's difficult as well, isn't it? If you're a smaller club and like, and you 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 recently read Moneyball and stuff, didn't you? Did you watch the film as well, Deep? Yeah, that's the like, only way I understood it, to be honest. Like, it, <laughs> it's quite interesting because like, if you're a smaller club and a big team comes in for your best player, and you you have to sell him. Um, you know, it's a case of can we okay can we replace that player? If we can't replace that player of someone with equal quality, we have to then think about maybe bolstering the squad bringing in four other players um, rather than just replacing that one player and just trying to strengthen other strengthen in other areas and maybe trying to trying to find different avenues to scoring goals or, or, or stopping goals as the case may be um, but yeah as a small club like you're just kind of hoping to cling on to some of your players or at least get top dollar which you often don't get with the transfer AI and football manager for me, I, I always kind of get on a roll with it as well. And I always find that um, one sale leads into two, three in. And, and then the squad turnover is just massive. And like each season, we just got a different 11. And um, I mean, I think we've referenced it before on the pod about, I think the transfers is, is one of the, the, the good things about the game is you get to build a team, get to make that team yours. Um, and like on my this United save that I've been playing offline, we've won the league pretty early and I've been given something like 290 million pounds to spend. It's just so much fun to go out there and just be like, yeah, we'll take you wherever you want. We'll take you. Um, but there's a lot of IRL deals at the moment. Obviously there was a lot of talk about the Dybala Lukaku swap that was never actually going to happen. Um, you had it with the, the um, Man City and Juve. I can't think of the guy's name now. Um, Danilo and Cancelo. That's the one. Uh, swap. I think swap deals is something that I think we'll see a little bit more in in Football Manager soon. Hopefully, I think it's a good idea. We I did a great one where I swapped Jesse Lingard for Eden Hazard um, on my Man United save. Yeah, let that sink in for a sec. It's like Curtis just thinking about buying him again. <laughs> um, I talk about it a lot. I love the preparation side of it. I normally have kind of my targets where I want to upgrade players I know who I want to upgrade them with I know who if I can't get my first choice I know my second choice will be and that you know I'm actually going to give Arsenal a bit of credit here because I love how they they've effectively stopped anyone else going in for Zaha because it was pretty much everyone thought Arsenal going to go for Zaha and then because Crystal Palace played hardball they just went and signed Pepe Yeah, and I just thought that's brilliant they literally must have had Pepe lined up because that deal, as soon as the Zaha thing just kind of died, they were straight in, got that Pepe deal done fast. You know, where it's taken them kind of all summer to get Tierney over the line on deadline day. You know, they've they've come in and then you had everyone obviously kind of going mad that they'd signed Saliba and then loaned him back to St Etienne. And then they've come in and, what is it, 8 million they've bought David Luiz for today? Yeah. Like that's, that's a typical football manager. Player's got the ump because he wants a new contract, got himself transfer listed. And you just go in, walk in, pick up a bargain. Did you Love ever um, did you ever see 
in the Ferguson book about his 99 squad, how he had it laid out of the players and which, which signings he wanted to do. That reminds me very much of how you do your work, Joe. It's, 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 it's very cut and dry. This is, this is target number one, target number two. And it's, um, it was quite a good, that's the one. Look at that. You got, how have you bookmarked that there already like that? That's impressive. To the I'm viewers out, or the listeners, he's got it out and showed me. Uh, and then he showed me the book. <laughs> got what? <laughs> <That's>, um, <laughs> he's, he's pretty good because he's got obviously he's got written down like his first team squad, um, goalkeepers Tim Howard, Roy Carroll, Luke Steele. But then he's got like um, who's a who's a player of excess, and he's got Ricardo. I don't know if you remember that Man United keep yeah. Ricardo, uh, youth potential Tom Heaton, and then he, then he's got another column for transfer targets possibilities, which there aren't any. But defenders transfer targets possibilities. Gabriel Henser, Heinzer, Felipe Mexes, Vincent Company, um, Gerard Piquet, youth from Barcelona. Um, and then the only other kind of transfer target possibilities on that list is Alan Smith from Leeds. <laughs> oi, oi. I mean, yeah, because a couple of seasons later, obviously, he was uh, in, the, in the van. Um, I Just as we're talking about transfer deadline, and it is transfer deadline today, why, why wait to the end? Why do these clubs, IRL, why do people... Why are they waiting till that last minute? Why are they flying down the other end of the country to get these deals done where they could have been done sooner? Well, probably because they're driving, trying to drive a hard bargain. If, like the, if particularly if the players transfer listed, they know that they want to get rid of them, and so the club's going to be more. Like I think, uh, uh, was it, it was Leicester who got who got? Um, I can't I can't pronounce. Is is it Preye? Uh, I got, they got, Pratt. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but they but they got six million off the initial asking price because because they waited it out. Now that can obviously backfire on them, but I'd imagine that's more the reason why. And also uh, because it's a, I think what I read, I read, I was reading. I think it might have been a jo- Jonathan Wilson post or something. He, the analogy he used, it's a bit like when you're buying a house and you've got like a housing chain, and you've got to wait for like one one house to fall in line for them all to stop. You get the domino effect then with all the other deals going through. So I'd imagine it's more sort of part of that and other teams are reliant on their deals going through first before they can commit to spending money. And that's pretty much like the Lacelso deal to Spurs. I think Betis wanted quite a high figure. Obviously, they signed for Keir. And I think they, they were kind of holding out for a big figure from Spurs. But I don't think Spurs, you know, being Daniel Levy, he doesn't want doesn't want to be spending money where he doesn't have to spend it. And it's all based on the background of the deal because PSG loaned Lo Celso to Betis, but they had a like a guaranteed payment. Like they, It was a um, mandatory fee that they had to pay, but once they paid it, which was this summer, they had to pay him the wages that he was on at PSG. Now, obviously, Betis aren't financially kind of in a position that they can do that. So for Spurs to come in and loan him, pay his wages, you know, they've had a bit of a deal there and they might be able to sign him obviously next year on a better deal than they've been offered this year. So I think there's lots of kind of background business that goes on before we actually kind of can just get the deal done because you've got one club will drive the the figure up where the other is trying to drive the figure down and it gets to that deadline. You've got to meet somewhere in the middle and just sign, sign it over. But, I mean, we're, we're full of segues at the moment, but you mentioned Fakir, uh, sort of as that that as part of the, the Lo Celso deal in, in terms of the jigsaw piece. But 
like that I think that's a case of like <laughs> where a team screws themselves over. Like they he was like Liverpool didn't Liverpool bid like fifty odd million for him last summer. Well, he'd had his press shots and everything done, didn't he? And then they found out he yeah. had glass knees. Yeah, uh, and and then he ends up going for a fraction of that this summer, which is I guess you know is it, is it a broken knees worth twenty five million off? But there you go. It's, I think it's the risk, isn't it? That's that's the bit because he could have a season where he plays absolutely at, you know without missing a game, but there's always that risk. To be fair, without my glass knees, I would have went pro anyway. Um, these <laughs> these loan to with the optional buy. I think I think these are quite a good bit of business to be honest. Uh, you know, they almost the try before you buy. Pretty much what Matt does with Amazon. I think it's such a good good way, you know, to see if the guy beds in, see if he you know, he suits your, your play style and all that jazz. And then you can go, ah yeah, well you know, we'll have him or or, or not. I like that. What about uh in football manager? Like, are there any red flags? Are there any are there any triggers that like say you've been targeting a player? Um, you've started scouting him, and then you get the you know you get the final scout report back. Are there any like big triggers that would go, shit? Okay, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to leave this one alone. There's nothing that I that stands out that makes me go, I wouldn't sign him then. But on my player search screen, I have a column for recurring injuries, and I think that's quite an important one. I know you can obviously get that comeback from scout reports, but. It's obviously it's there, and as you're scrolling through players, you can literally see it suffers with knee tendonitis and stuff like that. And when I think, obviously, in real life, if you had knee tendonitis, that never goes away, really. But in football managers, you see it. If someone gets any kind of tendonitis, that's it. They're always going to be injured, you know. So obviously, you steer away from that. But you know, in terms of I don't know, steer me away. I, I like the enjoys big matches kind of report card that comes through. So if a player doesn't have that. That's something that might make me think twice. To be fair, on the on the scout report, I'll be quick because uh, I don't want to take too much time. On the scout report, it doesn't really bother me. Um, I kind of go with the attributes, and if, like you said, if there's uh, if there's everything ticks the boxes, I'm happy. It's more so like the eight, like the agent and, and in the in the wage and the the contract screen. That's the bit that I get really frustrated with, um, and kind of can put me almost off a player. If he's a greedy fucker, then you know I don't want anything to do with him. See, Joe Joe was mentioning about the the reoccurring injuries thing. I came a cropper against that because I forgot to check it when I signed Kurt Zuma uh, last year, and I think within within about a week of signing, he was crocked for six months with the same injury he'd had three times previously, and I was like, prolapsed mm, disc. No, no, it wasn't that. Yeah, I I. I had my fingers burnt last year i um I, I say i had my it was quite a cheap risk to take but i signed morgan sanson from marseille he was available for like two and a half million uh, so i bought him in for forest and uh he'd had two damaged cruciates in i don't know four years something like that so he'd ba- effectively he'd missed like a year of time football six months each time and I got him in, and he was absolutely class for me um, for about three games. And then, shock horror, that's his cruciate gone again. Misses basically the rest of the season. Um, and I have to, I end up basically, I, I can't even get rid of him at this point. Like I think his contract just wound down, um, which was a shame. But, uh, yeah, recurring injuries is definitely something I look for. I also like, uh, yeah, 
doesn't like big matches. If that's in there, that that straight away is a is an absolute no. I'll put I'll put up with most stuff, but doesn't enjoy big matches. It's like, come on, this is you know, you've got to enjoy big matches. Are, are those things dynamic as well? Do they change over time? Some of those, some of those. They things? can do, I think, depending on like uh, the sort of the other or the more uh, the high highly influential members of the squad. They can have a a decent impact on on sort of personality traits but i don't know if that's one of the ones that can be ironed out or at least it at least gets rid of the one where they don't like it um there was a point i was going to bring up but you saying that has made me lose it completely uh ah it was didn't does anyone one of us i mean i guess it it's more down to lack of planning but when it comes down to sort of you see uh like a an agent comes to you saying, or you see, you keep on checking the, the transfer list and all of a sudden someone's been put on with like five hours to go and you sort of partially, you can partially scout them but you can't get the full scout report um, for a player that you think might be good because they're worth a lot of money but you can't actually see how you'll fit them into your team. Do you take a punt on them or are you more willing to sort of wait it out and and risk losing them for, to someone else? I think it, it depends sometimes how, how desperate you really are for a player and, and per position. And of course, price. I know you guys have sort of said sometimes you can get a bargain on the transfer deadline day. But there has been there has been a, so many times that I have taken the, the punt on the player. Probably eight or nine times out of ten, you've sort of, you're all right. Um, if Obviously, if, the, if it's a player that I have literally zero information on, i.e. attributes, there's nothing then obviously I wouldn't take that risk. But if I've got a good idea of attributes uh, without a scout report, I normally take take that punt. Um, but as I say, it's very rare that I sign a player and he, he tends to be an absolute load of rubbish. I've done it. It's more so in lower league football, I think, yeah. um, where obviously you know scouting is can be an issue. Um, so you have to kind of rely on maybe a handful of attributes or like quite a... A wide range for each attribute that you know when you're presented with it. Um, I've taken punts. You get a couple. You know, you get some that like I've, I've signed wingers literally because they've got pace between sort of fifteen and eighteen or something like that, and I can't really see much else of what they've got. But I thought, okay, he's got a bit of pace. He's got a bit of acceleration. Let's bring him in, and they've been absolute shit. Um, so, it's, I think generally, if you're taking a punt. Like I think, in, in certainly in my case, it's probably worked out about twenty five percent of the time. But um, it's there's something quite fun about doing it. There's something quite fun about that kind of risk reward, especially as a lower league club. So you know, you could be bringing someone in on eight hundred quid a week or something like that, which is actually quite a decent wage down in the conference. Um, and he ends up being shit, and you just feel like an absolute mug. So yeah, I've only had it, ever had it once where um, I bought a player and it just flopped. But that was down to the really? fact that it was last preseason friendly my keeper went out injured i had i only had my obviously backup keeper uh, and this was actually at malaga so i went and bought this norwegian guy that my scouts literally loved this one scout was he said he's, the, he's going to be the best thing since peter smichael got him into the club it was cheap don't get me wrong fucking dreadful i honestly think that my scout was like his brother or his brother-in-law or something because the the, the, the the scout report compared to actually what we what we got was horrendous. Um, but, uh, you know, you got to do it, ain't you? You love to see it. <laughs> well, I guess that 
again, segues us into the, the next part, which is sort of, have you bought a dud? Have you bought someone that looked to be, as you said, Luke, the bee's knees or the next best thing since sliced bread or what have you, and uh, then they turn out to be absolutely awful despite costing you an absolute bomb? One that I, I often think about when I think about like failed transfers, and I'm sure, like I don't know, if you've watched my streams, you'll probably have other ideas. But like, I remember FM seventeen in my older shot save. I bought this Aussie guy called Skepitis, Peter Skepitis or something, and uh, I say I bought him. I just got him in on a free, but he was expensive. So like, I think my highest paid player was on a grand. And he wanted 1,500 quid, but I needed a striker. And like he had finishing of like 13, composure of 11 or something like that. So like at that level, you're thinking, yes, good strike. He was one of the worst signings I've ever made. And I brought him in on like a non-league level on like a three-year deal, paying him like 1,500 quid a week. Absolute shit out. I think I ended up like forcing him out on a, on a free. He was brutal. To be fair, a lot of the Man City signings you made were pretty shit as well, Kurt, when you were their manager. Um, I, I would say... Sorry, sorry, mate. I got two, to be honest. Kasper Dolberg. Every time I've signed him, he's been horrendous for me. And um, Pinamonte was the other guy. Um, on many occasions, I have signed them because, you know, they're meant to be good and they've got good attributes and you think maybe this year they're a little bit different. But honestly, Kasper Dolberg makes me want to slam my face against the wall. Another one, Patrick Catroni. Hey, and I know it's topical, leave him out of it, son. but fuck me, honestly, I had him. Where did I have him? Was it in Forest? Forest. It was Forest. a Forest, Forest, wasn't it? That lad couldn't hit a fucking cow's ass with a banjo. Honestly, <laughs> he was brutal. He's a, a white Jason Roberts. Oh my god! It, <laughs> no. it, genuinely, it put me off Italian strike. Like I signed Pinamonti because he was a bargain this year, and he's he's done all right. But Catroni just, oh, young Italian strikers are just, it's put me off. Now he's signed for the second best team in the Midlands, eh? Behind West Brom. <clears throat> yeah. Yay. Leave them. Um, I've had a couple. The only sort of one in recent memory, a player that I looked at and I thought, wow, like this guy's class, was um, the Flor- Florin Andoni a couple of years ago on FM. He he had some really strong attributes, and I think I, I activated his release clause and brought him to Wolves, and he he was dog man. Like, he just couldn't again. He couldn't hit a, a barn door with a banjo. He was he was cack. Um, but a few years ago, I, I'll say a few. It was FM twelve. I had to save with Spurs. I had a really good good side. I had like uh, Benzema up top. I had um, remember Arta Sobiec as well. I don't think he's done as well as he was uh, touted to be. But I saw Mar- uh, Mario Balotelli as well. And again, another one back then, FM12, he was like, he was turned out to be great, but he was just a J-bag, man. He'd miss training all the time. He was <laughs> shit. He'd get sent off. He is one of the only players, first team players, I've, I've probably said it on the pod before, that I've terminated, terminated his contract halfway through the season. Mutual termination. He was being a, a J-bag for wages and he left and joined PSV <laughs> for about 5K a week. To be fair, I, I, tried, like, I, tried, yeah. I tried to do You're that Italian strikers, mate. I tried to do that with Harry Kane last hey. year. After he missed the sitter. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he took... I think that was yeah, one of my favourite streams ever, by the way, Kurt. Sorry, Dave, but... It's all right. That little mental breakdown you had <laughs> was just, just amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was good. Uh, I've, In fact, in this, in this year's save, I've bought 
quite a few duds actually. Like the the entire strike force I tried to sign Chris Woods or Chris Wood, sorry, is uh, not to be confused with the former England goalkeeper. Um, but I'd signed Lise Mousset, who was awesome for me on FM 17 or 18. Uh, and I, I overspent for him anyway, uh, because I based, I based that on a decent scout report and the fact that he'd banged them in for Bournemouth in the season beforehand. Penaranda, who I've had, who has always scored goals for me, he's been absolutely woeful. And I also sound, signed, uh, I think it's Vout the Veghorst. Um, he's been absolute turd as well. Uh, we're talking about Kalzars and Banjos. That horse needs shooting. Jesus Christ. He's he's absolutely shocking. Uh, all of the other, it's just those three strikers. I'm sort of, part of me was thinking oh, it must be the tactic, but it doesn't matter what role they're all played in. They are, they've all been absolutely awful in comparison. So uh, I'm putting it down to them being shite. <sighs> I'm, I'm assuming Joe never signed a dud. Uh, because uh, generally he makes money on all transfers anyway. So Well, I don't know. I was, I was trying to kind of wrap my brains of someone I've bought that has been a bit of a donkey. You know, one thing that was st- kind of sticking in my mind when Dave and I were playing the, the network save and I signed Lautaro Martinez for about 400 million just because Dave couldn't. <laughs> and he didn't score for ages. And yeah. I'm just thinking, like, I spent a lot of money and he was on big wages for the Portuguese league and, and he didn't score. It, it took to, like, the latter part of the season, didn't it, before he started scoring. But it was... Uh, he bagged for he bagged well after that, though, didn't he? He did take him ages yeah. to get going. Yeah. But it was... It's one of those I'm thinking, oh, my God, I've spent... I'm pretty sure it's close to 100 million on buying him. And I was kind of thinking, I've literally shagged myself here for years. Because I've signed him right up on the never never, I'm like, and he's not scoring. If I sell him, I'm going to sell him about twenty million. You know, like a right mug. And then Dave lost ten two to Real Madrid. <laughs> I've just I've just remembered the worst signing I've ever made uh, on an offline save. I say, oh, this year I signed this guy, uh, young left back um, called Dave as a party. Horrendous, by the way. Baller. You went to lead to my save, mate. I've seen my. Wait, you know, the, greatest, the greatest yeah. players go to Leeds. Uh, Yeti and Ketcher went today. Baller. Just, just, on eighty percent of saves, I'm I'm rubbish. But I've seen like a few where I'm like England's number one left back. Herb save. I'm I am. Uh, Benji sent me a save before where I was and balling for Manchester United as well. So you, so you're only Maltese when you want to be. Is that yeah. What yeah. Have, you, tell us? have you printed them off and stuck them on your mum's fridge? No, not yet. I'll have to put them, <laughs> if, put them on the desk. If anyone who is listening has had Dave in their save or has seen him do great things, please tweet him because he will be moist about that. Are you always always a left back? Yeah. So, like, when when you... Well, the the annoying thing is, though, you set your... Flair 20. Yeah. You set your name and, obviously, position and stuff like that. But I put as my nationality, England and Maltese, because I thought, if I don't get the English team, I'm going to walk in the Malta team. But whoever put me in has just put me as English. So I'm going to have to have a word about it for FM20, I think. Yeah. Have you got your uh, researcher files in? Yeah. Uh, no, not yet. I'm probably going to be trouble. <laughs> Curtis Quiz! Yeah. So uh, so this, this one could be controversial, but basically you're all playing to the same rules, so it is what it is, right? 
I have in front of me a reputable website. I'm not going to tell you which website because I don't Wikipedia. want any. I don't want any cheating. Uh, a reputable website with the top twenty incoming Premier League transfers of all time in terms of monetary value. Okay. Yeah. So, as in the most expensive signings that clubs. So, so the Premier League signings clubs have made. The Premier League clubs have made. So right. not not sold, but have made. Yeah. So basically, I'm going to go around each of you individually, and all you have to do is tell me a player from the list, and then give me if you can give me the value within two million either way. Fuck. You can get a bonus point. Oh, okay. And I'm going off the values that I can see in front of me. So whether you think they're right or or you think they're wrong, it doesn't matter. I'm going off what's in front of me, all right? Let's we go. haven't got to go well, in your order, no? I was going to say, what's in front of you is right. So Exactly. We don't have to do your order. What do you mean, my order? No, just anyone in the top in 20. Any, any, any player in the top 20 with a transfer fee. And if you're within 2 million, you'll get a bonus point. All right. No Viking Dan rule, okay. so you're all good. I've written you all down. You're all going to get a chance to go first, um, so it doesn't really matter who goes first in round one, but I've written down Joe first. So, Joe, Ooh. if you want to name a player and give me a transfer value. Um, Romelu Lukaku, 72 million. I can tell you Romelu Lukaku is correct, but 72 million is outside of the range. Apparently seventy six million. Oh, I thought five. Dave, uh, I'll go with Virgil Van Dyke seventy five million. That would give you two points there, David. Virgil Van oh. Dyke again seventy six million, but you're within the range. Nice. So one point for the player, one bonus point for the uh, for the transfer value. Well played, nerd. Torres uh, fifty million. Put you out. Unfortunately, that is outside of the top 20 now. Oh, believe, really? believe it or not. Wow. Outside of the top 20. So, zero points there, Nerd, I'm afraid. Dupe. Pogba. Oh. 93 million. Pogba is correct. It's got to be less than that, huh? 94 and a half, apparently. So, two Oy. points there for Dupe. What a shout. Well played. Dave, you're up. Round two. Oh, sugar. Oh, I was going to go Pogba. Um... This includes... Uh, this is up to date, by the way. Just And this is incomings only, yeah? Yeah. Only money paid by All Premier right. League clubs. Uh, let's go Nicolas Pepe, 65 million. Nicolas Pepe is correct. However, the fee I have in front of me is 72 million. So just a yeah. one point for you there, Dave. I'll take that. Nerd. Uh, my mind's gone as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. Well, I was going to say Pepe, and you just presumably you're on a lot of drugs as well, Ned. Alan Shearer, <laughs> Newcastle, fifteen million. Yeah. Well, the, the thing, the thing, the thing that's thrown me is like fifty million is like the bar now. Yeah. I can't. I, that's. Yeah. Um. Um. Uh, Mares, sixty-two. Riyad Mares. I have in front of me 61 million. So two points, oh, nerd. Yes. Well done. Well played. Big shout. Dupe, <laughs> who you got? 
Fred from Shakhtar. 60 mil. Surely not. I think, actually, I think it was 62 and a half, so I think I could be out there. Unfortunately, Fred is not in the top 20. I thought he was only about 30 wow. mil. Is he not? No, he was, he was a lot of money. Not in the top 20. You're a bit unlucky. Oh, maybe there. all in he's all number, it was. He's number 21, so you're a bit unlucky. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Joe, who you got? Um, Maratta to Chelsea, 70 mil. Alvaro Maratta to Chelsea is correct. Although the figure I have in front of me is 59 million. So just the one so, point there. Okay. I can give you a half time score update on two points is Joe. Three points, Dave. Two points, Nerd. Two points, Dupe. So Dave is Ooh, in front close. by a point. Uh, Nerd, you're first to go in round three. Um, fuck. <laughs> I'm genuinely struggling here. Oh, um, Sanchez. To uh, Alex Sanchez. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to go like 55 or something like that. Uh, Alexis Sanchez is not in the top 20. I'm afraid. Sorry about that, sir. This is beyond Tough. difficult. Dupe, you're up. Oh, fuck. Um, oh, Alison. Uh, Alison Becker. 60... 67? Alison is correct. He is in the top 20. However, I have him down as 56 million. So one point there. Over, overpaying, I am. Friday Night FM. I haven't been listening. So I'm going to say Harry Maguire, 80 million. Of course, man. He's 85. I have him down as 78, so two points. What? (laughs) (laughs) Literally everywhere this week. Okay. I told you it'd be controversial. I'm literally watching Sky Sports News and it says 80 million. Yeah. <laughs> Dave? Oh, I don't know, man. There's a few There's a few that are proper, like, I'm not sure if they're higher, they're lower, or... It's his ranking to... system I'm a bit concerned about. Yeah, it's hey. like, if, if, if 50 plus million is the bar, then you've got to be thinking, like, there's some City players that I'm trying to think of, but I, I'm going to go... Kyle Walker, 60 million. Unfortunately, Kyle Walker is not in the top 20. Damn it. So it's tight going into the final round. Dupe, you're up first. I've got two in mind. Tell me the other one. I'm going to go for Laporte. 57 million. Surely, surely not that much. The Porte is in the top 20. Oh, bollocks. And he's listed here at 58 million. So two oh, points. what a big... He's pulled big one out of the bag in the final round. Uh, Joe? Tangai Ndombele, 68 million. Ndombele is correct. 54 million. 
I have him down as so just the one point. Is that is that, that come up on Sky Sports News as well? Literally on Sky Sports News. Dave. Oh man, the pressure's on now. I literally, I'm I'm too scared to say certain names. I just don't think they. Uh, they ain't gonna help me, dude. I'm trying to think <laughs> like, who that is. Like, um. Come on, Dave. Any any time today. Angel Di Maria. Sixty million. Good guess. Angel Di Maria well read. is in there. Come on. It's not gonna be that much though, is it? Sixty seven million. Oh so just at one point. Nerd, who you got? You've had a bit of time to think. De Bruyne. Yes. Yeah. Uh uh sixty Seven. I was going to say De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne is no, in there. I'd have said 55. 68 million, so two oh, points. Oh, wow. What a shout. Right. Uh, I can tell you there is a tie-break situation here. So in fourth place... Oh, sorry, no, actually, in joint third place... There are no losers this week. In joint third place on four points each is Nerd... And Dave has a party. Hey. So there is a tie break between Mr. Sc- Friday we, we Night got... FM and FM Dupe. Um, so we're just going to continue. We're just going to continue Fuck until we get a winner. <laughs> Joe, you're up first. Wow. <sighs> How does he get to go first on this? We've got a new crack on. <laughs> no, because oh. I don't know anyone. Who's <laughs> Master Call? Um, this is sudden death. Sudden death. So if Joe gets two points, you need to get two points, Steve. Okay. So you first or what? Uh, Do you want some more time for the Sky Sports News ticker to go back? Well, yeah, it's on, a, it's on Awobi at the moment. Awobi's <laughs> yeah. not done enough. So I'm just waiting. All right, let, I can play my card because i got an idea. A Bamiyang. Shout. 60 mil. Shout. Bamiang is correct, but you're just outside the rage. 57 million, so just the one point there, Deep. Oh. That was a club record for your 60 mil, man. Controversial scenes. A who? Who did you say? No. Arsenal, a Bamiang. You would have said it. <laughs> you wouldn't. Well, I'm hoping, because I just thought of one that was fuck- that was really expensive, because it was a release clause. Place for Chelsea. Pulisic. No. Kepa. Ooh. Kepa the keeper. 72 million. Oh, I think it was 68, Joe. Bang on, Joe. 72 million. Two points. Fucking. They paid that much for him. You know, I was going to say him. I thought he was only like 30 million. That's why I never said him. Friday Night FM wins at a penalty shootout. GG, man. Jeez. Uh, I, I can tell you now the, the website I was looking at was transfermarked.co.uk, which is quite a reputable website. Yeah. Um, so any any one? any issues with the fees, then uh, take, it out, take it out with them. Pogba, 94.5 million. Who's bottom, of the, who's, who's bottom of the list just for for the bar? Let me... Like, let who me, was the bar? Let me... Uh, Anthony Martial and Naby Keita 
both 54 million, 19 and 20. Fuck me. That's bonkers, isn't it? 54 million. I Probably can't believe... big I ones out, like Rodri, I'd assume would have been on there as well. Rodri's Rodri, in there. Yeah. Can- Cancelo, it's... which I thought someone would have said. Um, yeah, but he only went for 25 here, million. Yeah. Cancelo? He went for 25. Yeah. Down here, it's down as 58.5 million. Oh, bloody for... hell. Are you sure this I isn't values? Eh? <laughs> this isn't values, no? No, no, this is the fee. Cause, cause yesterday yesterday w- they said Cancelo was it was twenty six million plus Danio they and they valued Danio at thirty four million. That might be what it is, isn't it? Oh, maybe that's oh, how they've done it. Anyway, never mind. There you go. Well done, Joe. Good quiz. Thank you very much. They literally just put G-G. Premier League clubs broken transfer record this summer. <laughs> FA seventy two, Tyrone Mings twenty six million, Ings twenty million, Sebastian Ella forty five million. I can't believe Danny Ings is still commanding a twenty million pound transfer fee. Mate, it was a uh, crack. Was it a? It was pre. That was a mandatory loan fee, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was pre-arranged, yeah. but it's still that bonkers. Was the, that so. was the word I was thinking of. Uh, I anyway, don't care. if you got any was, beef uh, about that quiz, Curty FM on Twitter, by the way. Someone actually <laughs> did did actually uh, message me today, um, saying that apparently you did me out of a point last week, um, but. Which one was that? About my quiz. Was that the Arsenal scoreline? Yeah, apparently so. Yeah, because you said Arsenal two nil, and then I went, "No, that's incorrect. It was Arsenal two nil." Because I listened back, I listened back to that, and I thought, (laughs) "I think I fucked that up." So (laughs) you, uh, yeah, I don't think it had any bearing in anything. I didn't. Yeah, he still would have come last. But um, yeah, no. When I listening back, I, I picked that up, picked up on that myself as well. How Russell was Herb when you listened back? It was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have, I'll, I'll have a listen. was fuming. He needs a shave. Anyway, uh, that brings. Uh, <laughs> Can I just say one thing? I miss you as well, Herb. There you go. I mean, I he don't. I just wanted to, to feel pod. good. Anyway, uh, that brings episode 103 to a close. You can find the links for each of us, the Five Star Pod Twitter account, and Weestrom FM Discord server in the podcast description, or alternatively, you can visit weestromfm.com where you can find all of the blogs that have dropped this week on the website. Five Star Potential is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify and most other popular podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast released every Monday. Thank you all for listening and there will be more from us next week. Say goodbye, gents. Goodbye, gents. Goodbye, gents. Yep. Adios.